Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Olivier D. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to engage with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness along their individual journeys. Our hope is to inspire you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. I think that in this day and age where so many are trying to broadcast the most pristine image of themselves, being yourself could be regarded as an act of bravery. The thing that has always stood out from all the conversations I've had with my next guest is the unwavering sense of clear authenticity that she never fails to express. With an energy aligned with her infectious smile, Taina Jacquois happens to be one of those powerful yet humble souls you'd be foolish not to acknowledge. A fierce entrepreneur and a woman of many talents, Taina has taken advantage of her extensive experience in the event planning industry as she now owns and runs TJ Events PR, a public relations firm specializing in event planning, communication, and social media strategy. Taina is also an active blogger, published author, radio host on Montreal's 102.3 FM, and talented speaker. On this episode, Taina shares her incredible insights on the importance of branding, the need for authenticity both on and offline, practical social media tips, staying true to your individuality, and so much more. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 120 with Taina Jacquois. Here we go. Taina, first of all, I want to thank you, as always, as I do for all the guests on this wonderful podcast, because I understand that everybody has, you know, lives, everybody has their own priorities, everybody's doing such amazing things, and you certainly are. But when someone has the courtesy and, you know, such heartwarming generosity to give me their time to actually feature on this podcast, that's always how I want to open up and say a very heartfelt thank you, first of all, for all the wonderful content that you share. And but also the terrific energy that you bring and all the communication you have and all the wonderful posts that you share. You know, it's always it's, you're such amazing things. You know, I'm so blessed, you know, to meet so many awesome people. And the fact that you, you know, just responded yes to this wonderful invitation. I just want to say a heartfelt thank you. And of course, welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast. Oh, thank you. What a warm welcome. No, thank you to you. <laughs> so why well, I wanted to connect with you and we basically had this conversation a little bit earlier in the day regarding, uh, you know, how, you know, how the world, unfortunately, is being put on a very, very particular timeout. We're not going to get into the entire, like, you know, uh, epidemiology and pandemic and stuff. This is all about, you know, good nature and good energy because people need this right now. And what I wanted to talk about tonight is something that you also bring through everything that you share, because, you know, you're a fierce entrepreneur, you're a writer, you're, you're an event planner, you know, you're a social media strategist, you're an IG specialist, and I'm definitely excited to take on your challenge starting tomorrow, April 1st. Guys, next time Taina launches a challenge, I really invite you to actually jump on board, to actually Thank get you. on the guest list, because you really should take these. I'm always up for taking new opportunities, and you guys really need to, not just on a marketing standpoint and IG strategies, but it's just about learning new things. There could yes. be no better time to try new things. So next exactly. time Taina does that, make sure that you keep that in touch, and please jump on the guest list. It's definitely worth your time. But... And we were having this conversation and uh, I thank you for being so open about it. In regards to right now, I get that there's fear. I get that there's uncertainty. I get that there's insecurity for all the health reasons that we know. But it goes back to a little post that you did when the, when the, when the pandemic was just like starting around here in Quebec. And I remember you put up a story. You, I don't know where you were. I think you were at Le Bad Boys Jury. I'm pretty sure that's where it was in the bathroom. And you basically said, <laughs> guys, listen, yes, there's a pandemic. Yes, it's scary, but hey, this is a faucet, this is soap, this is a towel. <laughs> Wash your hands, live your life. And I can actually understand how some people might feel, you know, attacked or offended, but that comes with your personality. You did it so innocently and so warmly and so jokingly that you can't help but feel like, you know what, things aren't so bad. <laughs> so, I, I, first of all, am I right? Was that led by Bozuri or was, was yeah, I wrong? Was. It, it was. was. So exactly. Just take us back there. What is that really what was behind it? Because this is what's going on. There's so much fear. And how can we help people just navigate through the day? Daina? How can we help them? I mean, I'm such a positive person. I always try to find a silver lining. Actually, I always find a silver lining. I'm, sometimes I feel like 
you know, I'm sorry, guys. Like, if you're if you're talking to me and you're looking for a party pooper, oh, you knocked at the wrong door. I'm actually gonna make you see something positive about your situation. So, I mean, if you're looking for a shoulder to cry, I'll listen. But then I just can't help it. I, I have to say something positive, or I have to make you see a different side of your situation, or how can you come out of it? So that day when I did that, I mean, there wasn't any restriction the same way that we have them now. Like we were, we were allowed to go out and stuff like that. We just couldn't be more than I think 150 or 200, but it was just to show that, you know, guys, we're gathering tonight. It's a comedy show, wash your hands, but still stay connected. At the end of the day, for me, it was more about still stay connected. Now, you know, we're connected with a podcast. I mean, your family, you can be connected with you know, a phone call, that that was the message that was kind of hidden behind the wash your hand kind of joke thing. It was just about, you know, let's stay connected. Let's stay together. Even if we're apart, I mean, we have family every day of our lives. We have family that don't necessarily even live in Montreal and we still stay connected. So I refuse that a virus will keep me away from the people that I love. That is so powerful. I love the fact that you actually use that word. I refuse. I <laughs> refuse. You take ownership of your actions. I will not let. See, there's a lot. I, I really don't hesitate to bring that up because a lot of the, what you say into the universe is where's one thing I learned. Your words matter. I refuse. I will not let. I am or I am not. How do you feel in regards, you know, in your personal growth, in your personal journey? How have you taken ownership of who you are? Because again, you're not a party pooper. So there's, you know, there's a lot built into that. Have you always been this way? Is it something that you actually came into? I'm curious. I've always been like the, you know, the life of the party. I've always been like the smiling one, the one who's laughing and sometimes too loud. My parents would be like, you know, because I'm Haitian and my parents, my mom would be like, don't laugh like that. You won't find a husband and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's just crazy. I don't, I don't even believe in that. But it was just to say that I'm always the life of the party. So I've always been a positive person. I, like a human, I mean, I have my ups and downs, but my positive side has grown with my faith. Um, for me, you know, my faith in, in God and, you know, Jesus and, and uh, my relationship with him, at the end of the day, I mean, you can have fear, but then I do let go of that. I do surrender uh, because I, I am not God and I can't control everything. So let me control the controllable. What can I control? I can control my mood. I can decide if I want to look at the situation with the, ha the, the glass half full or half empty. I have control of that. But do I have control of, you know, how someone else is going to react to a situation? No. Can I support them? Yes. But I cannot control that. I can only control my thoughts, my, my words, my mood, my reaction, my actions. Um, that's all I can control. So the rest is up to, is up to God. So that's where... You know, I, I guess I can see life uh, with always a positive twist just because I believe, again, that there's a silver lining in every situation. Some situations take a bit more time. Like, I'm not insensitive. I actually have a lot of empathy and compassion for people. I can listen and, you know, come to help the person. But I, for me, it's, it's so important to always make sure that at the end of the day, at the end of something, the outcome is to be better or to feel joy or to be released or, you know, just, or to accomplish something like the outcome always has to be positive in any situation for, for me, but everybody has their own way to get there. But as long as you want to get there. So um, that's where my, I guess my strength or my positivity comes from. Wow. <laughs> One thing I've always struggled with. I'm really, I'm really enjoying this because I'm so jazzed right now. You can't see my face really because, but really, I'm so jazzed to hear that. And the fact that we talked about empathy and we talked about being available with, for people's, you know, feelings and emotions and being an open heart and being someone that people can lean on. That's, I'm totally down with that. Mm -hmm. But something I've had to wrestle with over the years, and that's why, unfortunately, I've become a little bit more harsh than I used to be. Um, call it a bit naive whatsoever, but I just want to hear what you think about that. Sometimes I feel that we have to protect ourselves as well because you take on too much negative energy and it's only a matter of time 
before you're infected. Oh, well, virus. (laughs) (laughs) You're infected as well with negative energy. So I really, I'm really curious. What are your strategies, if you will? What are your habits in regards to how you deal with the negative people? You know, some people, unfortunately, are just too negative for their own good. And sometimes you have to, you know, you know, send them on their way, not, not just reject them from your life, but sometimes you realize that, you know, maybe this is not the best person or environment for me to be around. And I'm wondering if you can help us navigate that. I, I honestly believe that if your glass is empty, you cannot pour into someone else's glass. So people have to be honest with themselves. Like if I'm going through something and I know that I can't be available for someone, I will either not pick up the phone or if let's say the conversation is going somewhere that I know that I don't have the energy to pour into that person right now, I will, you know, with all respect and, you know, it's going to come out well, but I'm going to say, you know, can I call you back at a better time? Because I don't want to interrupt this conversation right now. And I really feel like you need me to listen. But unfortunately, around me, there's a lot of noise or I'm in a rush and I don't want to cut you off. Is it okay if we can, if we can like schedule this call another time or maybe I can come see you? And that, that way they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I really want you to be, you know, focused when I talk to you about this issue, this issue. Yeah, I definitely want you to call me back. So that they don't need to know that right now I'm not emotionally available for them, but at least I'm respectful that I know that this conversation is something that if I'm not available right now for that person, then I should not fake and, you know, pretend that I'm there and that I have compassion and empathy. That's not true. That's that I feel like would be so wrong for that person who actually is trusting you to, mm-hmm. you know, share with you, but then you're like halfway there. It happens sometimes and, you know, sometimes you don't, you don't expect for a conversation to turn around. One time my friend, she was telling me something and then in the middle of the conversation, she started crying. But I was like, oh, wow, I was not ready for that. But I, it was okay. At that time, I was able to comfort her and be there for her. But, you know, you can't plan sometimes those kind of conversations. Sometimes you'll know when the person calls you and it's like, I need to talk to you. And you're like... Ooh, okay, today is maybe not a good time. And I think at the end of the day, it's being honest because I think as human, we need to protect our heart. If your heart is, is wound, you better, like, you better, um, you know, like, um, cover your wound or like heal it before you, you know, step into somebody else's situation and then you try to fix it. But if sometimes my, my struggle might not be yours. So, Let's say you have a financial problem, but I don't go through a financial problem. I could be of a support. But if I'm going through the same thing, it might be hard for me to be like, yeah, me too. I'm struggling in that. But then that's not helping the other person. Right. Commiserating. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, you don't want to be the, the person to encourage her in her misery, like you just said. So I think at the end of the day, just to, you know, make sure that the the people listening understand is that you have to be honest with yourself. Are you in a position right now where you could support someone, listen to them, be, be of a help. And if not, then you just say it like reschedule, I guess that time or, I mean, if it's face to face, it's harder, but there's always a way to say it. I believe there's always a way and a time to say everything. That's so true. That's <laughs> so true. And it's something that, um, that I think that a lot of people struggle with. And what I mean by that is that we have been so conditioned as a society, even in our upbringing, to not, you know, rock the boat or not, you know, to offend. So you're always going to be, well, I'm just speaking from my own perspective that Hmm. you never want to offend. You never want to be, you know, you're always saying, oh, I understand. Oh, you're right. Oh, you know, and sometimes, you know, the person might be going through something really harsh and you have absolutely no event even remotely related to what they're saying, but you just want to empathize so much that you're trying to make up stuff and you shouldn't do that. You're right. You're right. And sometimes it is hypocrisy and you're, you're really right. That is doing the person a disservice. I really want to thank you for that because that's really true because people tend too much to actually shift towards that, you know, that habit of just like, yeah, let me just agree because that's going to make the person feel good, you know? Um, And that speaks to a lot of what I enjoy about the content that you push. First of all, I love your Instagram because it's so colorful, so classy, it's so refined, (laughs) just like, wow. It's like, okay, I wish I was like, that was, no, I'm not there yet. My wife keeps saying I should make, I should put a lot more pictures on myself. Like, I'm not there yet. (laughs) Call me too shy. But what I really love about you is the fact that, you know, you 
do not shy away from pushing a message of empowerment, you know, in terms of helping people, you know, find that energy within themselves and actually show the best side of themselves. And I like the fact that you're about that. You talk to, you don't walk the walk. It's just, you, you're really all about that. It's because it's so easy to get caught up and behind the personality behind the Instagram page. But through the conversation, the few exchanges we had over Instagram, you you really are that genuine. And I really appreciate it. And, you know, talking just about people who are here to take Instagram, you know, cheat codes. <laughs> how important <laughs> is it to be authentic in your presence online? How you How important is that to you? For me, it's everything because online, it's if you're not yourself online, how are you yourself in real life? And not even judging people, but it's wouldn't it be so hard to fake a personality online and then be some someone else in real life? Because people can call you out. Like if I'm not myself, I have like a, a big group of girlfriends, and they will they would call me out. They don't because I'm honestly what you see is what you get. That's really my personality. But I think people would tell you if you're fake. Like even when you look at the reality TV people, like people will go on their Instagram and say, oh, I saw you last time and you weren't like this and da, da, da. So people will tell you. So I think being authentic is just more safe and it's just healthier. I mean, it's just, it's already hard to be yourself. You know, you have to accept yourself. You have to accept the way you look. You have to accept the way you talk. You have to accept the fact that you don't know everything. You have to accept the fact that maybe you're smarter than everybody else. And then you, you feel like you have to dumb it down for the people around you. Like there's so many challenges just to be yourself. How could you not be authentic? I think it's just more, I think it's easier, but again, I don't know. Maybe some people are afraid to be themselves. And that's what kills me because when I was younger, I, I really had to struggle with my, who, who am I? Like, who am I? Who am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to do? Like a lot of people had opinion on what I was supposed to do. Oh, you're tall. You should model. Oh, you're this. You should do that. Oh, you're tall. You should play basketball. Wow. But then I was like, but what do I want? So for, for, for so many years, I struggled with who am I and what I wanted to do. And, you know, high school was, was complicated for that. CGEP was complicated for that. And then even like university, which I didn't finish because I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I had a certain skill that, you know, because it wasn't being a doctor or a lawyer or everything that, you know, any, um, <laughs> any Haitian parents would want you to do. So As always. I, right. So I shoved it to the side. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm creative, I'm artistic, but you know, that's not doctor, that's not lawyer. So just struggling with your own identity. I've wasted so many years just questioning what I wanted to do when my gift was looking at me, use me, use me. And I'm like, no, that's not what I, I'm not going to use you. And working on myself, doing the work, because at the end of the day, you have to do the work. I realized that being myself, it's so much more, it's, it's like, it's freedom. It's freedom. Of course, I had to fight with, you know, convincing my parents that don't worry, I will be okay. I will be fine until I had this career. And they were like, oh, now, oh, this is my daughter. This is what she does. And then they scream it all over the world. But I also had to go through to make sure that when I'm secure in my identity, Nobody can come in front of me and make me doubts, but that's also big work to do. So for me, with my experiences, being authentic is everything because when you're, when you know who you are, when you're sit, sit, when you sit in your identity, any storm can come and, you know, you will always stand in your identity. But when you're not sure, it's easy for people to tell you, oh, I see you doing this. This is what you should do. And because you're not sure, you'll be like, oh, maybe that's what I should do. Then you waste maybe one or two years trying to do what they just suggested. Like maybe they would say, oh, you should be an artist. So you, you, you go to artist school, then you become an artist and you're still not happy. But all you wanted to do was, you know, I don't know, to be uh, selling cars, <laughs> you know, but you right. wasted so much time because you didn't, you didn't know who you were. And you weren't authentic with yourself or, you know, s stable in your identity that 
you know, you wasted all these years to please other people or just because, you know, you were afraid to step into your, your own calling, which, you know, I did struggle with that too. So for me, being authentic means all, all of that. It's so, cause you dropped so many gems on that one. It's amazing. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm actually really, cause there's so many questions I could actually ask you regarding that, but in terms of insecurity, and it's something I'm really big about in terms of how people hesitate. And I'm sure you've dealt with that in, mm -hmm. into your journey in regards yeah. to how we hesitate. Either we cower and hide under the fallacy of what we think people, of what we think people want us to be. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people make that mistake throughout their entire lives. Or we actually freeze into wanting to, as I like to call it, jump. <laughs> and we never do. And there's a very select few who come out the other end and say like, yeah, you should actually jump. You should actually jump. And that's so hard for some people because you put something very true right up front in regards to the fact that, listen, you are not for everybody. Yep. And that's okay. And a lot of people are, you know, just not yet willing to accept that. You might offend some people, you might please some people, and some people just don't care. And what I'm hearing you say is the fact that, you know what, when you accept yourself, that's when the change starts, when you learn to accept yourself. But a lot of people struggle with that, Diana. And I'm really wondering if you could actually give us a few tips on how we can actually, you know, start digging and peeling the layers in regards to finding that true self. I mean, the answer is not easy. I mean, to face yourself is not easy, but you have to want to do the work. Like, for example, like why there's some, there's some people, they always fall into bad relationship. But when you look at yourself, why it's not necessarily the other person's fault. How were they allowed in your life? What do you do or what message do you send that they feel that, you know what, I'm going to come to you and impose myself on you. You know, so you, you have to do the work at looking at yourself. Okay. Because I like self-confidence, then some people can come and take over, um, you know, some decisions for me, or people can come over and decide what's good or bad for me. But why do they feel that way? Because you're, you're insecure and then you're not able to make a, a decision when you're not able to make a decision for yourself. Somebody's going to make the decision for you. And it's not always going to be the right decision. Insecurities also can be, um, you, you know what's good for you, but you don't know that you deserve to have it. Like, for example, for me, my gift, the fact that I was creative, but because it, for my parents, they feel like, you know, how are you going to build a career with being creative? So I was afraid of my gift because I'm like, if I use my gift and I love it, maybe I won't be able to build a career around, around my gift. So instead of me starting that a long time ago, I would always keep it on the side because for me, it wasn't a safe bet. But as soon as I started a little bit, you know, sometimes you have to start just a little bit. I did one and I'm not, and I'm talking like a long time ago, <laughs> my, friend, <laughs> my friend had a baby shower. I'm like, can I plan your baby shower? It's like, okay. So then plan one, plan two, plan three. And the more that you do it, then you know, you practice your, your, your skill. So sometimes it's just to try your insecurity. You're like, okay, I'm afraid to speak in public. Try to speak in front of five people. Then, you know, up the number to 10 people. Just, you know, anybody that asks you to speak, just say yes. Then you practice your speech. You, you, you find better words to explain yourself. And, you know, some people, they tell me, Taina, you do too much. And that really irritates me when people say that because, at the end of the day, I believe that you can try anything, but doesn't mean you're good at everything. So let me try what I want to try. For me, it doesn't matter if I fail. At least I tried it. I could put it to the side. Say, you know what? I tried that. It didn't work. I can, I can move on. But me, I'm someone who can't regret. When I have an idea in my head, I, ha I have to do it, which before I had an idea in my head and I would keep it in my head and not actually, mm -hmm. actually do it. So Again, I mean, if I can just like go back to what insecure, what can trigger like insecurities, it could also be what people tell you. Sometimes parents, they don't, they're not careful and they will say things to their, to their child and say, you know, oh, you, you're not good at that, but don't say that. Say, you know what, let's try and see if you like it. Like it's sometimes you can just twist around the words. Like for me in my family, 
school, I was not the strongest at school. So for my sister, she's like a genius. My, my brother, super good in school. Me, I mean, 70%, I'm good. You know, like this is 70 is like my 90%. But because I was not stimulated with what I was learning until I stepped into my calling, which was anything being creative, I was in the top of my class because I'm hands-on. I'm like street smart. You know, that's why entrepreneurship is right for me because I test it, I try it, I, it make, I make it perfect. And then, you know, it becomes something great that I can sell and, you know, and provide to other people. So insecurities can, can really come from the words that you speak. And that's why they say, um, you know, the, the power, I, I know it in French, but the life and, life and death is at the power of your, of your words. So you have to speak life into, into you. You have to speak positive things to you. But I mean, at, at a young age, you don't know that. But now as an adult, I, everybody can do it. So that's why when people talk to me and, you know, the conversation sounds negative, I'm going to say, you know what, don't say that. Say this instead, you know, so. That is so true. Insecurities is, is a lot so of things, true. but <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> and that's so it's so aligned. And what you said there is so on point because as backwards as it sounds, we keep telling ourselves you have we have to feed our children, you mm-hmm. know, the younger generation, the better messages, messages of empowerment, messages of self worth, messages of dépassement. I'm trying to I'm trying to place it par- properly, but mm-hmm. in terms of building their their resourcefulness you know because we have to arm them for what's coming because life is going to chew them out either way yeah but unfortunately you have to go through unfortunate experiences to actually wake up and say like oh okay i learned that the hard way (laughs) for some reason it always seems like every generation has to go through it and um these are unfortunately uncertain times we're going through right now but i am like you uh of the mindset that you know what this is a sucky time, but this should not, unfortunately, if you are, if you're in the, you know, hard and positive mindset club, this is exactly what you were built for. And this is where don't get discouraged. Don't get distracted. And I was wondering if you feel the same way in regards to what, whatever we're going through right now, not discrediting anything some people might be going through, but you know what? Stay focused and do what you got to do you know, in that entrepreneurial mindset. Is that how you feel right now? Yes, but I will speak only for the entrepreneurs because, I mean, for for someone who, some people are just not built for it. So if they lost their job, I mean, you know, take, take that time and reflect on, you know, what else can I do? Or if you need that time to rest and spend time with your family, your kids, that's okay too. It's okay sometimes to take a step back and pause and see if there's something else you could do or maybe that's a break that your body your mind your soul needed for for now but for my entrep- for my entrepreneurs um you know f- fellows <laughs> um you really need to f- tell yourself as a as a business person we always use our creativity every i don't for me every business person is creative because the, for you to start a business you had to be creative from the from the beginning. So yes, definitely right now, we can be distracted. We need to look at our business in a different way. We don't know what's going to be um, business, the, the business industry after that for every type of business, whether it's restoration, like food, or, you know, even like the nightlife, um, you know, bookstores, like everything. We don't know what it's going to look like. So now is the time to see, okay, if I had to do something online, what would it look like? And then after uh, those events, how am I going to make sure that my online business and the business that I had before can both live at the same time? Because, you know, I, I think from, from what I see, the food business is like going well for the people that were able to deliver. So now that they added the delivery, how are they going to continue once everything is going to be open? They need to talk, they need to think about this right now, or even like you know the hair salons. I I know the hair salons are gonna be you know busy. Every 
women and men are waiting to do their hair. <laughs> so <laughs> how are they going to handle the rush? Because it's going to be a rush. And then you don't want to miss any of that business because if you're sitting home and waiting for that $2,000 a month from the government, I mean, when you're going to come out, you want to you, say yes to every customer. So how are you going to mm-hmm. plan your comeback? Same thing for the nail salon. Like anything beauty, they need to plan right away how we're going to handle the rush. Are we taking people like on call? Are we just, you know, hiring more people? Do we ask auntie, cousin, brother, sister to help out? Like, I think they should prepare. So sometimes being creative doesn't always mean creating something new. It's just how you're going to answer the demand that's going to appear um, suddenly after the, the shock. But during the shock, I think that it is a time to not be distracted. And, and again, it's okay to feel, oh my God, like what just happened? I just had to close my business and lay off a lot of people. It's okay to take that time. I actually suggest to take that time to freak out for a few days and be like, you know what? Okay, now that, you know, I've gone to this emotion because you have to walk through, you have to walk through your problems and not walk around it because they're always going to come back somehow. So when you walk through that, that, uh, that situation, then it's acknowledged, it's dealt with. Now your mind is free to now be on the creative mode or like survival mode or like, okay, what are the different solutions and options that, that we have? And I think that um, we, need to, we need to see this as an opportunity for different income. I mean, we can see it now for most of the people that have been laid off what if you didn't have a second income or if you have a second income, thank God you have a second, second income. So there's so many questions. I mean, I could talk about strategy and, and all the questions that people should ask themselves because I think it's unlimited, the things that could happen right now, For but sure. definitely I feel that no, they sh- it should not be a distraction. Like feel bad for, for a little bit and be afraid and, you know, question yourself, but then act on it because we no one knows after the shock what's gonna happen, but you don't want to be waiting for you know first of June and be like, oh, that's what I should have done. No, like you want to think about this right now. Right now, right now, because there's because as you said again, you can only control now. You can't control tomorrow. See, yeah. I'm taking notes. You can't <laughs> control tomorrow, but you can only control right now and how you feel and how you do. Yes. It's uh it's a very it's a very powerful message, especially something that we need to hear right now because as because there's so much disinformation, misinformation mm-hmm. and fear mongering going on. I'm not gonna leave that aside. That's why yeah. I believe that's important to keep encouraging these types of exchanges, you know, because people need to hear the right messages to get them over that hurdle of just, yeah. you know, feeling this despair as if there is no solution. Because I am part of the club that thinks we are gonna come out from this. We don't know when. But mm-hmm. I strongly believe that we can come out the other end, you know, without, you know, with faith and hope that, you know, we're just going to band together, wash our hands, and <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep making it happen. But um, I did tease about it a little bit earlier in, in the program, but I just wanted to like, you know, if you could highlight that a little bit. The Instagram challenge. What is that about? Why did you launch the challenge? The first one was very successful. I wasn't part of it, but I'd like to talk about it a little bit. What yeah. is it about? Why did you launch it? What's it about? Come on, for people who are curious. I feel like... First of all, I love Instagram stories. Like I was not a fan of Snapchat. I, I had no followers over there. It was too young for me and too, too many celebrities. Um, when, for me, like just to go back, when internet like existed, like I was like, oh my God, I love this thing. What is this? Like I need to get this. Like I've always been on board of, I consider myself a millennial. Like even though like I'm born like 1981, I'm like, I don't care. I'm just at... I'm at the front, <laughs> I'm at the, the last bit of um, that thin line. So I consider myself totally a millennial, like I jump on anything technology. So for me on Facebook, I was very active. And then when Instagram started, I wasn't really active until like my godson was like, how are you not on Instagram? I'm like, fine, I'll start Instagram. And I had a socks picture. I still, I kept it. Like I deleted a lot of pictures, <laughs> but I kept the pictures of my socks. But when the stories came, at first, I was a bit shy. Like, I know it's kind of, you know, weird to say that I'm shy, but I was a bit shy because it was the unknown. And like, who's going to listen to what I have to say? But then, I don't know, I just understood right away that I'm like, this is 
big. I don't know how big yet, but this is big. And the challenge came because I did participate in a challenge from um, another girl who does a social media strategy. But the way she was doing it, I felt she was pushing a lot her business. Where for me, what I want to do with the challenge is just to show a little bit of what, how big is the stories? Like how big, how big, like when you use the stories, how much impact and influence you have. And of course, how much sales you could do and, you know, promotion and all that. But for me, it was more about the impact. It's now that everybody has a voice. Uh, hopefully people use the voice as on a positive things. You know, unfortunately we can't control that, mm-hmm. but you, everybody can be an influencer and, You know, and I know a lot of people hate that word influencer, ambassador, but everybody's an influencer, whether it's positive or negative, everybody's an influencer, but who's going to take that platform and make it their own? Like you can have a podcast on Instagram story. It's just not called a podcast. It's just called an Instagram story. You can have a blog on Instagram story. It's just not called a blog. It's called Instagram story. You can have a journal. It's not called a journal. You know what I mean? Like you can, Mm -hmm. it can be whatever. There's so much possibilities but i just feel like people think it's just about oh talking about your business talking about oh this is the makeup that i've done so for me when i brought the challenge it was just to bring people out of the comfort zone it has nothing to do about your business if you want to talk about your business be my guest talk about your business but i just want to show you that people are listening most of the time when you ask people when you talk to people about instagram they're like oh how many followers do you have it doesn't matter For me, if you have 50 followers, and I've heard it from someone, so I don't want to say like I've created that, but what I realized listening to someone is that if you have 50 followers, imagine yourself standing in front of 50 people. That's a lot of people, right? Thank you. So having 50 followers is a lot of people, but in this day and age, people are like, oh, I want 10,000 followers. I want this many followers. I'm like, but what are you doing with the 50 followers that you have? or the 100 followers that you have, what content are you feeding them? And what's very funny to me, it's when I have business people ask me this question and I'm like, but what are you, who are you selling to right now? Do you have 10% of your followers as your customers? So all of that brought me to do the challenge. First of all, yes, of course, I'm showcasing that I'm good. For me, it's just to show people that, I know what I'm doing on social media. So if you obviously, not, you know, you're a reference. Right? Exactly. But it's not to sell my, my product. It's really just to show that I know what I'm talking about. And that that's why I'm giving classes and that's why I'm selling my services. But you also get to try me for free because I'm actually telling you what to post twice a day. And most of the people, they don't know what to talk about on this story. So I'm helping you because I'm literally your, your, your manager for three days and I'm going to tell you, okay, this morning, post something about that. Tonight, post something about that. And then I share. Can you imagine someone telling you exactly what to do? Exactly. I'm giving you some <laughs> prompts for the, for the day, for three days. So if you like it, then, hey, obviously it's good if it opens a conversation and then, you know, they ask me about my services. But the goal was just to show people, people are listening to you that you didn't know is just because you weren't giving them the right content. And sometimes you didn't know how to share your content or where, not where, but it's really all about what to share, when to share it and how to share it and to who you share, it, you know, and I help them with that. I love, I love giving back. I love helping. I'm so, I'm so, um, I feel so good about, who I am and where I am that for me doing things for free doesn't scare me anymore because I believe that everybody could do so many people could do the same thing as me, but they they're not me. So my gift is my gift and your gift is yours. And if, if we have the same gift, we don't manifest it the same way. So it's okay. You know? So also it was, we always tend to compare each other right we always want to compare as you said with the follower count and you know just let me try to make a grid or no it's not the best positioning and everything what your captions are too long dude um you handle your account Diana's going to handle her account Olivia's going to handle his account and you know what if we meet each other along the way if our energies align you know we'll probably collaborate and if not all the blessings to you 
but stop yeah. comparing yourself. Do you. Yeah. A lot of people get lost in that. Exactly, because somebody wants what you have to give, and that person may not want what I have to give. That's the beauty of it. And I really love what you put there in regards to, you know, suppose you have 50 followers and for some reason it sent me back to this wonderful, um, wonderful talk I heard from Pastor T.D. Jakes. It was so powerful the way he put it. It's a wonderful talk, but those words really hit me in terms of how it's called glorifying the 40. He's like, in terms of money, obviously, he was like, you have $40 in your pocket, but you're constantly whining and complaining saying that you want 40000 And in regards to the same thing you just said about the 50, if you don't appreciate the 40, if you can't glorify the 40, you're not going to attract the 40. You're not going to appreciate the 40,000. So value every yeah. single person, every single follower, every single comment, every single DM, yeah. every single appreciation. You value that along your journey and the universe will align to bring you people who resonate with that. How are you responding to these 10 followers, these 15 followers, these 300 followers? Every single person is just like, you know what? Every single download. I'm not, I said this in the beginning, you know, in regards to this project, it, I don't really do it for the downloads. It's nice, but I have to remember the days where this podcast started on my phone. And, you know, I could post out an episode and there were no downloads, you know, but I'm still happy to do it because <laughs> you know? it's a lot of fun. That's why it really hit me when you said that, you know, what? because these are people out there listening to your message and responding to the coaching that you're giving. And, you know, there are people out there who will align because, again, as we said, you're not for everybody and that's okay. Oh. And, you know, people have to think that you're not the only one with that talent in the world. And I really believe, and again, that comes back to my faith. When you have a gift and you don't use it, that gift will go to someone else, you know, because the same, at the same time, I can have an idea. Somebody else in the world will have this idea. So why am I going to stop myself? And, and the best example is that, and it's, it's going through the social media and on Instagram, you can find it. If you go to the grocery store and you go into the bread aisle, there's like 25 brands of bread. So nice. why would I stop myself, you know, or else somebody's going to come out with this project. Sometimes we're like, oh, this person had the same idea as me. Yeah, but wh where's yours? Where's your project? You could be complaining, but this person, <laughs> took, you know, that's right. The, the person took the risk and came out with, the, with the, their project. Where were you? Too bad. Well, you can start it now, but yes, but people might say, oh, this looks like this one. So what? How many makeup artists do we have in Montreal? How many right. days do we have in Montreal? But everybody has something different. So that's why for me, when we were talking about insecurities and, you know, me being positive, there's like mind your own business. Do your thing. If you believe in it, do it. If you fail, that's what being in business is all about. That's so. all it is. That's all it is. And I remember one time you even put that in one, one of your stories. Yes, I follow you. You put that <laughs> in one of your stories where you were talking about the fact that McDonald's doesn't shy away from promoting their burgers. McDonald's every single day, you know, whether it's in Journal Metro or on the radio or on the TV, buy Big Macs, come to McDonald's, come to the drive-thru. We're open 24 hours. You said that yourself. McDonald's is not shy. You know, they're a billion dollar company and they're, they're promoting themselves every single day. Yes. So what you're saying is, own your truth. Yeah. Be, be open with yourself. Yeah, but also mind your business. <laughs> it sounds a bit harsh, but if, because a lot of people will judge you, but if you stop at that, you won't do anything. Me, I don't care. If I want to post something, you don't even know how many takes it took me. It's not because I post something that it was right away cute and fun. And no, maybe it was take 25. And then that's the, that was the good one. And I posted it. So you don't know how much work I had to do to even post something. So don't tell people they're doing too much. Don't tell people, oh, you're always trying to sell something. What are you, you, if you were busy, you wouldn't have time to see how much time this person has time to post. If you're not there to consume, you can unfollow or, you know, take, take example, be inspired. But uh, definitely, I mean, when the big corporation do it, it's fine. But when you're a small business owner, it's not okay because it makes other people uncomfortable and it reminds them that they're not doing enough. So I read somewhere, I don't remember from who, so I'm probably going to label it as quote unknown, but it's always, <laughs> unless you're in the arena with me, fighting and dredging and walking this battle mm -hmm. you have if you're in the stands just criticizing me like just just do you you know because if you're not in the arena with me and fighting and carrying on this battle okay leave me alone 
Like yeah. you have, you don't have a leg to stand on. Leave me alone because you're not going to put in this work. You're not going to put in this time. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what I'm hearing from you. You know what? I'm busy here doing my own thing. You do you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't know why somebody who's working hard would be a problem for someone else. It's like people that don't like happy people. Like, how weird is that? How do you don't like happy people? <laughs> but some people don't like happy people. But it's like, how unhappy inside of you do you have to be that you don't appreciate people that are happy? You should go ask them, please help me. How are you doing to, to be happy all the time like that? I, I need help, you know, instead of like, oh, I hate happy people. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't. So, yeah, like. You know, it's, step it's aside. an ongoing conversation. It's an ongoing conversation. <laughs> it will never be done because you know what? There, again, different stroke for different folks. You know, there will be a tribe of people who, as you said, you know, will always be around to criticize you. And, yep. you know, we don't want, I don't need your appreciation or your hurrah, but don't come and make the situation even more annoying for me because I've got enough stuff on my plate. That's why I believe you have to do the work because you have to find that inner joy, that inner peace in you because you know, things will come your way. People that will try to put you down. And sometimes they're not even doing it on purpose. They don't even realize that's what they're doing. But when you're, when you're standing in your identity, when you know who you are, when you believe in your gift and you know what it is and you just try and you'll fail and you'll, you'll try again, that's when you'll feel that you're, you know, living your best life because you, you tried. That's what I believe. And trying is the most courageous thing we can do. Yeah. Just try. Yeah. Wow. Dana, this is like an avalanche of goodness and energy <laughs> that is you know, permeating the Awaken the Awesome universe right now. And uh -huh. it's all thanks to you. I want to thank you again. I said in the beginning, I'm never going to be done singing again. Even we're going to click off and I'm still going to thank you. That this was, was so an amazing good. conversation. I had, me too. I, I loved yeah. it. It passed so fast. Really, really, I never shy away from it. You know, when it's genuine, I say it. And again, I'm very so thankful and grateful, first of all, for all your wisdom and all your terrific energy, your sincerity, your genuineness, <laughs> if that's even a word. Uh, guys, I definitely invite you to follow Taina on Instagram. But this is the time for shameless plugging. First of all, the book, <laughs> Diary of a Single Black Woman. Can we still get it? And when is it available? Do we still have copies? I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. Yes, I still have copies. You can get your book, Diary of a Single Black Woman. You just have to send me a DM or an mm -hmm. email or whatever, and then I will connect with each people. I don't sell it online yet. Um, mm -hmm. I really like the connection on, you know, giving it to someone or send it to someone that they have a copy, a paper copy. So that's really important mm -hmm. for me right now, eventually. You know, I'll go on. I'll go as an ebook. So For yeah, sure. people just have to send me a message, and then um, it's that easy. Not a problem. So we can, of course, we're gonna, you know, of course, link it up, you know, in uh, in the interwebs on the blog post for this podcast. And also, where can we connect with you on the interwebs? I know there's Taina Jokwa, but also there's also TJ Events. Come on, give me the full list here because you're doing so many things. <laughs> so basically, my business is TJ Events. Um, I do event planning. Um, public relation and social media uh, management, mostly Instagram stories, like live, anything that's live events. Uh, that's what I do. And that's my Instagram TJ events. And I also do some decor, so balloons and giant letters. Uh, that's a uh, boutique point fet, uh, where you can find me. And the Taina requires basically it's everything. It's me. It's, um, you know, my words of wisdom, like you call it. it I'll plug in my, my business. It's just that um, what I love about Taina is that they see who am I behind those brands. So they get to know me. So I would say first, follow me at, at Taina Jacquois, and then you can venture to um, my two other accounts. And also my blog, I continue to write my diary on uh, my Facebook page, which is, which is Taina Jacquois. Um, so if you want to read a bit more about, you know, the, the, the diary of a single black woman, then you can follow me on Facebook at Taina Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much yet again, because we really feel, I feel personally, I really feel like, as I always like, it's a very selfish thing. And I say it all the time on this podcast. <laughs> I always want to learn something from the guests. It's not that, you know, I'm just sitting here like in a virtual classroom and sitting down and shutting up 
and really breathing in the wisdom and the expertise. And I definitely feel like, you know, this was, you know, a million dollars worth of education. So first oh, of all, thank you so much you. for your generosity and your time. Um, obviously, I hope this is not the last of our interactions. I really As hope I like, you. Yeah. Really. I really, really think we're going to, you know, let's just stay connected over the interwebs. And again, you know, wishing you nothing but blessings. Um, as always, last, last, last tradition on the podcast, not to put you on the spot, but it's always a parting word, parting tradition, kind word, meme, quote, personal song, whatever, a call to action. Anyone can wake up tomorrow for our listeners, you know, take that next step, even anything, a call to action towards the next level tomorrow. What can they, what can we wake up with? What can we leave them with? Wow. You're putting me on the spot. (laughs) At least I warned you. So I have to give them a call to action. Yeah, whatever. Whether it's a quote or me, anything, you know, even a, 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 a affirmation you give yourself in the morning, whatever you think that somebody can use, you know, just anything that they can use tomorrow. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, we'll take it. it's okay. I want to keep it's like okay. a, a silent moment on your, on your no, episode. Not a problem. It's just you, me and the universe. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, me and the universe. <laughs> but it's okay if you don't have what it's totally okay man it's not a problem no i would just say for me what i what i tell people is always like know your value if you don't know your value go find your value everybody has a value and nothing to do with business but value is important because this will show people how to treat you so my call to action is Know your value. And if you don't, go find your value. Terrific. (laughs) Terrific. See, that wasn't so hard. And we're blessed, you know, for your presence, for your availability. Guys, another episode of Awaken the Awesome in the can. My guest, Taina. Please connect with Taina on Instagram. I will definitely link all her web presences and all the proper links in the blog post once it goes live. Guys, again, stay safe. These are obviously uncertain times, but as you can see, we can still connect. We can still create positive energy. We can still build empowering times. We will get to this because as I like to say, we're all in this together. Guys, please don't hesitate to reach out to Taina. As you can see, a genuine person, not just a professional expert, IG specialist, brand specialist, you know, terrific individual, great energy. So she's definitely about that. Guys, as always, don't be shy. Go and say hi. As always, thank you so again for your support. Uh, look out for the episode once it goes live on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. As you know, I try to make it as available as I can. But always, stay safe, stay resilient, stay beautiful, stay blessed. And as always do, stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome Podcast. We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.